keep on talking in the free world. Good evening. It's Friday, February 18th. We're 30 minutes away from SmackDown Live. This is Talk That Talk, the official live fan reaction call-in show. Before and after every SmackDown on Friday nights. We're here 30 minutes before SmackDown and immediately after SmackDown ends. Download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free. Follow Off the Hook on Twitter at The Signal is Busy. Live link will always be posted there. But if you download the Spotify Green Room app, turn notifications on and follow, then you'll always get notified for when we're live. But we're here 30 minutes before SmackDown and immediately afterward. Phone lines are open as always. Big night ahead. We're looking forward to a big night tonight. This is the night before Elimination Chamber and a lot to talk about. We're going to have Darren come in here in a moment. Just sending out the live link to everybody. And let's get the party started, people. We're going to do some predictions tonight, which is nice for Elimination Chamber. What's up, buddy? Can you hear me? Yeah. How's it going? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, man. All right. I like to go on and do the... uh, I like to get open a minute before, but I think I'm going to wait for you to come on there before I do the intro. Feel kind of lonely doing it solo. Keep on talking in the free world. Like I told everybody, welcome to everyone this evening. It's Friday, February 18th. We're 30 minutes away from SmackDown. Talk That Talk is the official live fan reaction call-in show before and after every SmackDown on Friday night. We're here 30 minutes before and immediately after SmackDown. Download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free. Follow off the hook on Twitter. Live link is posted there. And let's get right to it. I told him we had a full show, Darren, so the floor is yours. I'm going to get the room out to everybody online. Let's get the party started, my friend. Well, uh, I think we uh, we need to start off with major, major news tonight. And I think we, uh, we owe it to a man... Uh, of 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 great of great history, and that is we speak of the Undertaker of a career spanning over three decades, with a lot of choke slams, tombstones, pile drivers. The Undertaker debuted at the 1990 Survivor Series and retired at the 2020 Survivor Series. During the Undertaker's career, he took part in a lot of WWE firsts, such as the first casket match at Survivor Series 1992 the first Buried Alive match in 1996, and the inaugural Hell in a Cell match in 1997. The Undertaker was a very decorative champion during his career, with being a four-time WWE champion, a three-time world heavyweight champion, a seven-time tag team champion, 2007 Royal Rumble winner, and a 15-time Slammy Award winner. But there is one achievement of his career, that is incredible on its own, and that is his WrestleMania streak with a record of 21-0, starting at WrestleMania 7 and ending at WrestleMania 30. 
where he lost to a lot of people's favorite man but mine, Brock Lesnar. But during that streak, he had victories of superstars like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Jake the Snake Roberts, Randy Orton, Diesel, Kane, and many more. So with this being said, I think we can all agree when I say congratulations to the dead man, the phenom, the first inductee into the 2022 Hall of Fame, The Undertaker. Well said, my friend. Well said. I think that uh, phenomenal tribute. Very well said. Great way to lead off the show. Bittersweet. I say great way to lead off the show because obviously it's extremely respectful of somebody who is, you know, this is a, we can have this conversation and we will have a special talk that talk. We'll have many special talk that talks dedicated to certain issues and uh, certain debates. And certainly one of those will be the Mount Rushmore of the WWE. And there's going to be a lot of votes, no doubt, for The Undertaker to be on Mount Rushmore where only four wrestlers will, will be. So, you know, I can only hope I don't I want to just let everyone soak in your tribute, which I think was perfect for this evening. I just want to let everyone know or say for myself, my own opinion is that uh, I really do hope that we get a couple more. uh, We've talked about this before you and I offline a couple more entrances. You know, I don't know if there's any other wrestler. And we've talked about this. I don't know if there's any other wrestler where, you know, we're sad to see them go. And then the only way that we're ever going to be satisfied other than going back in time is if we saw them wrestle again. I think the undertaker may be the only one. We, I mean, I have to think about this, but I think off the top of my head, he might be the only wrestler in the history of the business that satisfaction would be granted just from the entrance alone, even if he didn't wrestle. I mean, and you're, you, you know, you're going to go down as, you know, you're definitely in, I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a long line, but you're in that line of the Undertaker's biggest fan. What do you think about that? The, the Undertaker's entrance alone is something that to this day, I, I wish I had been able to see that live because it is one phenomenal entrance. And there's nobody that's ever going to be able to replicate that entrance uh, as long as we ever live. And I don't care how old that man gets. I will watch him walk down that ramp as slow as turtles to the day he dies. And as long as it starts off with that gong, I'm all for it. Yeah, uh, I couldn't agree more. So, uh I know we could talk about this forever, so I don't know if there's any proper way to pivot from that uh, other than, I mean, like I said, well said, and we'll have to, uh, there's going to be many more conversations about, uh, there's going to be many more conversations. I don't know. Can we get, can we get a, let me see here. Can we get a little, hold on. That's my two cents. That's all we got to say. And there is, you know, the way we can end this is I look forward to hearing his stories on that stage at the Hall of Fame ceremony on April 1st. Absolutely. Must see TV. And we'll be there 
Talk That Talk will be, that's going to be, my understanding is that that Hall of Fame is going to be after SmackDown on Friday night before WrestleMania. Is that correct? That is correct. They are currently, um, I just saw on their website today, they're currently selling two for one tickets. So you're getting uh, two shows in for one ticket. Uh, you're getting SmackDown plus the Hall of Fame ceremony um, for uh, for that day. Okay, there you go. So for the WWE Universe, Talk That Talk will be there before and after SmackDown and the Hall of Fame ceremony. And there'll be a lot to go over that evening because we'll be reviewing SmackDown, of course. But uh, I think more importantly on that night, we'll be reviewing The Undertaker's career. So there you have it. So with that said, do we uh, we uh, jump into last week and get down to business? Let's get down to brass tacks, man. We got a lot to talk about on the recap. Uh, we we do. kick the show off with news, breaking news, and uh, tribute. We do the recap, and then we get right into what's happening tonight. Yep. So as we all know, we started last night, last weekend, sorry, last last Friday on SmackDown with uh, Sonya in the ring. Wanting consequences taken against Ronda Rousey in the form of a petition to have Ronda fined 100000 and to be suspended indefinitely. Um, but that all came into a halt when Adam Pearce arrived to inform Sonya that WWE Chairman Vince McMahon had sent an email stating that her petition had been rejected and that Sonya is abusing her power and that Sonya is not allowed to lay a hand on Naomi tonight. And if she does, her job would be in serious jeopardy. Well, a few uh, quick points on that. One, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Sonya should know that better, uh, should know uh, better than to fool around with Ronda Rousey. Anyway, she got smacked around, got her arm uh, broken or whatever happened. Looks good on her. Two, Vince is the be-all to end-all. Period. Three, it was a beautiful night for Naomi. Now, that set the night off right for me because, obviously, when that happened, you know, we were all hoping to see Naomi smack Sonya around as well. Good times all around. I love Naomi. For sure, for sure. I love her, too. She's uh, very good, but uh, we've got more to talk about her later on. Uh, and then we get into Los, Los Lotharios. Versus the new day where Los Lotharios does come out with the victory after the week prior they lose to the new day. And what are they called? Lovers? I say this every time. Lovers something? Yeah, they're they're lovers something. Um, I can't remember now, but, but come on, man. The boys came down the ramp, ravishing Rick Rude style, showed a little love to the ladies last Friday. Don't forget it was Valentine's Day. So they showed a little love, right? A little double trouble love. Got in the ring. Although the New Day are my boys, and I'm ecstatic to see them reunited, and I'm glad they both made their way, collected some hardware along the way, but now the return to glory will be beautiful. Uh, I was disappointed that Los Lotharios got the win, but we're one apiece. We are, yes. We are one for one. We will see. You know what? And like we said on the uh, pre- the post-show last week, you had you have two very good tag teams there, and to watch what they've done in the last two weeks, if these guys meet again down the road, we know it's going to be a phenomenal match between the two teams. Yes, an absolute display of wrestling talent and ability in the ring when those two tag teams get it on. Ground wrestling 
and off the top rope. I loved every second of it. Good matches. They can't have a bad match when these guys wrestle. No, for sure. And then we go back in uh, to Michael Cole in the back interviewing Roman Reigns backstage. Um, now, from from last week, the one thing that has stuck with me through that whole interview was Roman Reigns' comment, I'm going to Goldberg Goldberg, which to this day I have yet to figure out what the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that didn't sit well with me either. I felt like that was Roman. Listen. You're the big dog. You're the head of the table. You're the tribal chief, right? So uh, I don't care what Goldberg's achieved in the past. Goldberg isn't even a WWE wrestler. Come on. Goldberg Goldberg made his name in an inferior wrestling organization in the B-Leagues. This is the A-Leagues. This is the big time. You can't show up when you're 875 years old and have this nonsensical, long-winded entrance and then show up and say, I'm next and expect people to think what? Anyway, I got no use for Goldberg. I was disappointed in my my boy Roman because even though this wasn't his intention, it came through the screen and, you know, I took it as him kind of being like giving love to Go- – I don't care if Goldberg uh, – I don't know if Goldberg was the one who had the first spear as a finishing move. I don't know if that's the case or not. But regardless, show him no love. Should have told him exactly what I just said about the B-Leagues. That's what he should have said. Didn't like it at all. And even though I like the premise, I think we talked about this, Michael Cole doing behind-the-scenes exclusive interview, I like the idea. It just fell short. It, like, it was, you know, dry. It was like watching paint dry. Yes, and uh, to your, your question, Goldberg was the first one to ever use this. Okay, there you go. So thank you for uh, validating that. So, you know, and, and even though he was, so let let the people who love Goldberg know that, right? Like, why does Roman have to give him credit for that? And Roman's my guy. Don't get me wrong. I love Roman. The be all to end all. I just didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he also gave it the name of the spear, supposedly, and then it was later used by Rhino and Edge um, along. And then, of course, you know, it has been taken on by a few others and even a few women like Charlotte uh, do use it. Yes, um, exactly. And then we move on to the dungeon-style match between Natalia and Aaliyah, which... Natalia finally gets a win over Aaliyah after the last three weeks of not being able to get that victory. For me, that was a good match, um, but yet again, it um, it hadn't lived up to what the last three weeks prior to had for me. Um, and you saw sort of Aaliyah's rookiness coming out in her and how that match ended because it was very quick. And Natalia's veteranus came out and was able to pull that off on her rather quickly and get herself out of there and take that win home. Yeah. Before I say a word on that, uh, we're almost halfway through uh, the pre-show, almost 15 minutes out from SmackDown, just, just over 15 minutes. This is talk that talk provided by off the hook, the official live fan reaction call in show. We're here 30 minutes before every SmackDown and immediately after SmackDown every Friday night from now until eternity, God willing. Join the conversation. WWE Universe, it's your opportunity to call in. We're taking calls all show. In a perfect world, Darren and I do less talking, and the universe does all the talking. Download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free, and that's how you're able to join the conversation. And the live link to the show will always be posted on Off the Hook's Twitter account. So for that match, yeah. 
I mean, I think we both showed our love for Leah. Uh, you know, she's from Toronto, even though uh, I say that. So I got to like the person first. And then, so once I like them and then, okay, now she's from Toronto, that's icing on the cake. I say that because, you know, Edge is Canadian. I know everyone loves Edge and I, I got no use for Edge. Don't like them. Can't stand them actually. And uh, I, I don't care where he's from. So as a prerequisite, I got to like the person first. But I think we both like the Leah, showed her some love because she's from Toronto. And yeah. Uh, I think what stuck out my mind there, what, what's the, what's her name? Came in at the end of this match. Zia Lee. And then just, uh, Aaliyah just looked weak all around. And if that's the case, you know, she's, she is a rookie and, 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 you know, she's, you know, wet behind the ears, if you will, going back to when who said, who said wet behind the ears? Randy Orton said wet behind the ears to uh, who? No, it was uh, it wasn't it uh, wasn't it Bobby Lashley said it to uh, Austin Theory. Yeah, you know, no, yeah, no, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar said to Austin oh. Theory, he's checking on his ears for moisture. <laughs> yeah, so exactly, yeah, so right. that showed through, and and right, you know, it, it is what it is. Natalia has been around, man, and she came through the dungeon, so she should prevail. But the thing that bothered me was that, you know. Aaliyah got all these cheesy wins and then built up this confidence and then in the end uh, just you know tossed away and now you got Zia Lee in the mix and it was just all around bad luck for Aaliyah yeah for sure and then we move into in vain with guests Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boobs <laughs> So, in, first of all, when I hear insane, they got to get the rights. They got to contact Cypress Hill. Shout out Cypress Hill. Insane in the membrane. You know that song? Ah, uh, that's what he yes. needs. That's what he needs for this theme song. Yeah. He needs a break. I like to see insane yeah. in the membrane. I like to see that in WrestleMania and Cypress Hill come out and sing him in. How about that? <laughs> well, that would be fun. But as we all know, his name is Boogs. But uh, we have taken Sami Zayn's name of Rick Boobs because I think it's far better. <laughs> And that was so good. And then last week, you know, I was hoping I heard it correctly as, you know, uh, obviously we're being childish and we're, we're allowed a good laugh. It, it, it's it, it's a good laugh at uh, at Rick Boobs. And it's like, it just, he's a fool. And he got it. And then even though I love Shinsuke, he got it with the, what do you call it? The Haluga kick? Yeah. Yeah, he did. But uh, was it last week where they uh, where they talked where Shinsuke said that he reminded him of some movie and none of us could figure out that? Movie? Yeah. Oh, did we ever find that answer? No, you gotta, no, you gotta find can't. that out for us, man. I, I don't. We're counting on you for this. I don't know exactly when he was like, "What was it called?" Uh, ja- oh, it was a. Ja- was he talking about? Even though I, we both hate what's his face, but was he talking about Jackass? He was, and 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 I don't think from everything I've read, it says that he interrupted. Shinsuke and took it as part of Shinsuke was saying that he reminded him of the movie Jackass. Um, so I don't, you say Shinsuke said a movie, but everything I've looked into and have read has said that uh, he interrupted Shinsuke before he got it out and just took it upon himself to say that it was Jackass that Shinsuke was talking about due to the fact of his, his hate for uh, Johnny Knoxville, which I can completely agree with. I do too. I still have to look that up. I keep forgetting to do that, but I love Shinsuke. Right. So we'll see what happens to uh, tonight. And then we had uh, Cesaro, uh, Cesaro, sorry, against uh, Happy Corbin with Happy Corbin 
pulling out the win. Now I did a rant last week or two weeks ago about Cesaro not getting his opportunity, and yet they go and uh, they do this to him. So uh, it, it's not something I would think that they would put Cesaro down to by having to face him with this, but happy Corbin pulled it out somehow and got it, uh, got him the win, got the win for himself. Yeah. And, and if I recall correctly, it was a fairly easy yeah. win. Well, you know, it, with, with, uh, with the end of days in the end, right. Yeah. And just, just, uh, I think it was a short lived match. And it was fairly easy. So I don't know. Cesaro's going to have to do some reevaluating because to your point, even though I'm not a big Cesaro fan, he's a phenomenal wrestler. And he's a big boy and he's resilient. I know I brought it up a few times about teeth getting knocked out and you know, He's the real he's the real deal. But Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin, is also uh, an excellent wrestler and very impressive considering he transitioned. I think I don't know if he actually played in the NFL. I know he tried out in the NFL. I don't know if he actually made the team or just a training squad. But um, yeah, Cesaro needs to have a hard look in the mirror, man, because th- that wasn't an impressive outing. And then we move into uh, Michael Cole's interview in the back with. Oldberg, which Oldberg, um, that is correct. And uh, I have nothing to add to that. That was nothing of interest, nothing of anything good to be done. And um, I'm just waiting to see what happens next. Here's all I have to say about that. For any, uh, I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time, but I did many moons ago, and as a tribute and not in the Roman Reigns uh, congratulatory tribute way, in my own way, to Oldberg. Did you see the episode where the grandfather, can your grandfather do this? Do you know that from The Simpsons? Yes, I do. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that segment. And from now on, that's a combo deal. Anytime that loser's brought up, Oldberg. Can your grandfather do this? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, just quickly to go back on uh, Happy Corbin here. So he um, he never actually played with anybody in the uh, NFL. He was signed with Indianapolis. Um, he was released by Indianapolis. He then re-signed. He then signed with the Cardinals of Arizona, and he was. Um, he was released by the Cardinals uh, because he decided to want to start throwing uppercuts to players during scuffles. Really? Yeah. I love, so first of all, for the WWE universe out there, show some love to Darren because anytime a pre and post show talk that talk, you can expect uh, as we move forward, we're going to expect unlimited calls from the WWE universe, but we're also going to expect as the conversation unfolds, Darren is quick on the draw with verifying any, any stats that were randomly thrown out there that may or may not be true. And then digging up nuggets like that. So that's awesome. I didn't know that. So he got fired up. So even among NFL standards at where it gets crazy and it's obviously super physical, that's unacceptable. I didn't know that. So he went undrafted um, in the 2009 draft. So he then signed undrafted with the Colts. And by 2010, he was out of the NFL completely after the fact that he was throwing uppercuts uh, during Arizona Cardinals scuffles. But you know what? Ironically enough, man, like 
here's the thing. If you are yourself, it will always lead you down the right path. So clearly he was being himself, which is, you know, even too aggressive for the NFL. And that's saying something. And that led him to where he is now. Now he's taken a wayward path in the WWE, but he's still here, still kicking. We got to lose the happy Corbin and he's got to start really wreaking havoc again. I know I say this every time, but this is the route to success, path to success. Got to start wreaking havoc behind the scenes and crashing matches because he's a legit wrestler. He won that. He won the inaugural Andre the Giant. Uh, yeah. what, what's it called? The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, I think he won the inaugural one, if I recall correctly, and got that trophy first. Um, you know me. Yeah. So we we continue on um, with the final match of the night there, which is Charlotte and Naomi for the women SmackDown Women's Title, uh, with Charlotte pulling out the victory. And I thought that match was fantastic all night through. Charlotte, uh, Naomi, sorry, gave it her best. She she threw everything at Charlotte and just came up short. And like I said to you last week on the post show, I really thought that the ending was kind of sucky. She really went down real easily and got pinned real easily after the fight that she gave to Charlotte, after the beating she gave to Charlotte. And it was one quick move and she was down and out and that was the end of it. So I thought the match was good, but I was not happy how it ended. Yeah, we talked about that. And this is talk that talk, the official live fan reaction call in show before and after every SmackDown on Friday night. We're here 30 minutes before SmackDown. We're here immediately after SmackDown ends taking your calls the entire time. This is the opportunity for you to call in, give your reaction, Give your opinion. Let us know what you think before SmackDown. And there's obviously a lot to talk about afterward. For that, I would say first and foremost, Darren, I mean, I, you know, you know, we're holding this show down together and we have a lot of mutual respect. But I have to say, it, it's pretty disrespectful that you're just throwing Charlotte's name around out there, Lucy Goosey, and not even addressing her as the queen. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe you need to uh I mean, think about addressing her properly. Just a little bit disrespectful, uh, if I may. And then as far as Naomi goes, I love Naomi as well. And I agree. That was a phenomenal match. And to your point, uh, and, and you made that last week as well, which I agreed with, definitely. I think that, uh, you know, although Naomi is of the same caliber wrestling ability as Charlotte, maybe just a slightly below stamina, you know, uh, stamina, was was in the end what got her? She ran out of gas, like you said. Is that it seemed like she just bailed easy in the end, right? To the queen, that is. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Now I would like to get into the attackings of it all after what happened, but we are running out of time, so we're going to have to skip that because we've only got five minutes, and we do have other things to cover. Um, okay. So tonight we're back. We're going to the. Smoothie King Center in New Orleans. Um, sorry, quickly before we do that, uh, to your back to the Battle Royal, uh, Andre the Giant one. Uh, Baron Corbin was third um, to win yeah. that. Cesaro was first, followed by Big Show, and then Baron Corbin at third. Wow. Okay, I stand corrected. And they made such a big deal about him winning. I thought, okay, good to know. I, I got, like, I'm going to cut uh, it short now because I know that. Yeah, we, we only got four minutes now. You're right. Yeah, so tonight we've got uh, Roman Reigns and Oldberg meeting face to face in the ring. So we've got that going on. We've got Nakamura and Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship happening tonight. 
And then we've also got the contract signing uh, for Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya at Elimination Chamber going down. I'll help it. Okay. So good times. We got a good show. We do. Um, And then, um, so I'm looking forward to all of that. It should be fun. Uh, What's your three things you want to see tonight? My three things I want to see, and we need to, we're going to come up with a nice name for this segment now. We're going to, we're going to introduce some names for the segments. So for now, three things I want to see. I want to see, uh, who's Shinsuke fighting for the belt again? I'm saying, yeah. I want to see Shinsuke retain and Rick Boob smack, uh, Sam insane in the membrane over the head with the guitar. Two, I want to see who's leading the show off, Roman and Goldberg. Well, they're part of the show. I don't know if they'll lead it off um, or not, but that's part of the show. I'd like to see uh, Roman give Oldberg a uh, super punch, Superman punch. And then third, I'd like to see – I just want to see complete chaos in the contract signing, as all contract signings should. Yourself, yeah. what are the three things you'd like to see tonight, sir? Right. Uh, Bailey or Sasha returning and get some feud started for WrestleMania because as of right now, we both know none of them are in anything. Uh, a second, I want I like a brawl that. between Reigns and Oldberg. I want a few spears thrown at each other. I want it all to go down. Um, and then I gotta, I gotta want my man in Drew McIntyre. I want some, uh, some chaos with him and Madcap Moss because I think he, Madcap Moss, needs a little uh, Claymore kick uh, action going on there. Okay, I like it. I forgot about Drew. And I will say this. I think that uh, uh, neither one of us said it, but and I know that he's your guy, is that it will be nice to see, just as kind of a, you know, kind of a one for both of us, it will be nice to see them, even though, you know, they're going to be, there's going to be a proper Hall of Fame induction, obviously, but it'd be nice to see just a little snippet of an Undertaker tip of the cap this evening. It would be. And um, I do want to uh, quickly... I really hope for that. There's a nice, uh, a nice uh, tribute to him for that because it would be interesting just to see um, what they do and what they say about him there as well. And uh, just a side note, a uh, little little info. Did you know, with uh, of course with uh, Ziggler being back and forth on all shows here recently, did you know he is a Grand Slam champion? But because he gained the Grand Slam title. With the World Heavyweight Championship, as we all know, is no longer in in rotation. WWE does not acknowledge him as a Grand Slam champion because they no longer consider the World Heavyweight Championship title an acceptable criterion. There's your little little info for the night. Wow, so that's a good nugget. And you know what I'll say about that? Even for people that might not have love for Ziggler, I don't appreciate that. Yeah. I don't appreciate it. We'll have to get into that a little bit more afterward, but uh, I don't know if I appreciate them doing that or saying that. So uh, nice nugget though. Yep. Little, little facts, you know, for everybody to know about and uh, show start my friend. So I will see you at 10 o'clock. Okay. Before you sign off and before I, uh, when I sing us off, you got to wait for one sec. I got a nice sign off for us. So, this is going to be a triple sign-off for everybody. It, first of all, it's Talk That Talk, the live fan reaction call-in show before and after every SmackDown. I know it's 8 o'clock. Huh! Can your grandfather do this? Huh! 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 
Keep on talking in the free world. Oh.